Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. Today's guest is Deborah Ann Corbin. She's an educator and a transformational coach for women. Deborah, welcome to our show. Thank you. Pleased to be here. So let's just dive right in. What inspired you to be an educator? You know, ever since I was young, I've always had a calling, a huge calling to help people. And um, what better way than to start teaching children? I taught young children for many, many years and then worked my way up as a college professor. Um, but it's all the same. It's, you know, reaching into people's potential and really having them um, be their best. That's what I thrive at. And what do you think kids can teach us about being kid like as adults because a lot of times as adults you know it's so easy to to say oh i have to do this i can't i can't do that i'm older i'm too old for this i mean you taught kids what do you think something that they can just remind us as because i don't have kids so i'm curious what yeah. you taught as an educator well young kids especially can teach us everything um they how, how young how, how young uh five-year-olds <laughs> mm -hmm. they um you know they just live life and they live from their um zest for life and they are not fearful of approaching things yet and they just don't have any inhibitions or any old paradigms stopping them so it's if we could all remember ourselves as a young child, we would not be, um, you know, not believing in ourselves or reaching for our dreams, which is actually what led me into, I was an educational coach for a long time, but then I've transferred into coaching women specifically because so many women are not living in their potential. And it's not because they don't have a great deal of talents and gifts and skills. They have forgotten um, who they are. And so I am truly obsessed with breaking old paradigms and digging into people's belief systems and seeing where they originated. And secondly, why would we still hold a belief system that is not taking us to where we really want to be? And I call it having an internal revolution, literally like shaking the insides up of our beliefs, looking at what's working, what isn't. And then we, we literally have the key to rewrite the script and seize what it is we want if we let go of the baggage and the old beliefs. So I have really come up with a particular pedagogy that I take people through and I call it identity mapping and soul mapping. And I just took a wonderful group of women through this process. And it was only 21 days and the changes that occurred and the potential and power that was seized is really actually even shocking to me that um, people just re need reminded and to be brought through this process. Um, and That's great. Uh, Can you share an example of a of a client, you don't have to mention names, but just kind of so, so our guests can really like dive into, oh, wow, that's amazing. That's transformational. Uh, well, like these women that I just took through this 20 to 21 day program are all coaches of some type and they are not getting what they want out of their dreams. So again, when we looked at what was holding them back, and I call those internal saboteurs, and we also have external saboteurs, um, but why would we give more energy to our internal saboteurs in, instead of giving that same amount of energy to where we really want to go? And, and honestly, it's not that you can fix all your belief systems in 21 days, but you can certainly take a really... Um, radical look at things and ask yourself 
you know, so many people covet their issues, their problems, when, when we can just set them down and we can turn our attention to what we're trying to accomplish and use that same energy that we were using to covet our problems, to cultivate our potential. And it's like the light bulb just goes off. And so these women that I just took through this process are now actually going with me to the next level to literally put this new sense of self into their business and coming up with their next level um, offer. Because now they view it, they, their, their limiting beliefs have been really, we call it unshackling them, just like, you've got the key, take the shackles off. Um, and you know, limiting beliefs start very, very early when you're a young child. I mean, if you understand psychology, children do not have the cognitive capabilities to decipher from their experiences or from people that are telling them they're dumb or smart or whatever that, whatever the start, the beliefs people start to adopt. Um, there, you had, it happens when you're young and you just don't have the capabilities to not accept it as truth. But once we realize we do have the potential to dispel the myths maybe we've been buying into, and a lot of times they're cultural even, it's not just from relationships and family paradigms. So there's a lot to look at, but I find that when people really take a, I call it taking radical self-responsibility like literally for every single thing that happens in your life. And I'm talking about even when people think they've made really bad decisions, gotten in bad situations. Well, those are the facts. We can't change the facts. I'm very much a realist, but I'm not going to stay there. I want you to, okay, let's look at the facts. Let's take ownership and let's go. So it's, it's no, very that's great. It's like you, you, you take a very clinician approach where it's like, look, this is real. This has happened. Let's deal with it. Let's look at it. Let's understand it. So I like how you mentioned it's radical and it's revolutionary because the reality is business is radical and business is revolutionary if you actually are in business to help people because it's a main, it's like a magic when you can actually help people really when you think about it, right? So let's unpack a little bit about the whole sabotage aspect that you mentioned earlier. So what's like one example of something that you find a lot in your clients about how they sabotage themselves and how you help them move past that, past that limiting belief? Okay. One of the biggest ones, uh, well, there's many, <laughs> um, but people who come at life from uh, some limiting belief that you're not good enough. And we all have an aspect of that until we don't. Okay. So the, until we don't is the radical, like, okay, well we can stop that now, but, um, now I lost my train of thought. Um, the limiting belief of a of I'm not good enough is what perpetuates getting ready to get ready. So it's always this search, this quest to acquire more degrees or more skill set or another webinar or this or that. I'm not quite there. So keeping your dreams and aspirations at an arm's length away, you can see them, but you've left this space in there because you're not coming from this sense of, yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'm skilled. Yes, I can do this now. So really, it's a matter of staring that in the face like, okay, where have you been giving your energy? You've been giving your energy to this limiting belief. I'm not ready. And it's been a self-fulfilling prophecy because you keep taking on these tasks saying, well, I'm getting ready because I'm not ready. <laughs> well, we need to stop that. Like yeah, radically yeah. stop that and know yeah. you're ready. And I talk about building the plane while you fly it. And it's like, what? 
Yeah, we build the plane when we fly it. That does not mean that we don't bring full um, skill set. Um, we already know our knowledge, you know, you're not going to throw some crap out there. So you've got to be ready, but, um, you don't have to be more ready. Does that make sense? <laughs> no, no, it may, no. Like I said, what, what you just said about the whole limiting beliefs about getting ready to get ready. That's one of the single most unfortunate challenges that a lot of times I face a lot when, when some of my clients are like, Oh my God, I love your program. I want to join, but I'm not ready. Or oh, I need to do this. I'm like, no, you don't. It's like a lot of people actually, so I speak all around the world, but I also coach other people how to be speakers or elevate their brands. Right. And one of the things that sometimes that, that peaker people that are, are speakers, they're like, Oh, I got to write a book first. I have to be a better speaker. No, you don't. That's their limiting belief of what they think they need. But I'm telling them the experience like, no, you don't need that. It's helpful, but it's not. So we only have a few more minutes. What are some specific, tangible daily things that someone can do to push past these limited beliefs. Of course they can hire you, which I hope they'll do, but what are some basic things they can do on a daily level to help them nurture and create and empower themselves to have more of a, well, a limited belief? Any, any suggestions? Absolutely. Well, first of all, discipline is the key to everything. And when I work with people, I, I really, this is the missing thing. And it is the most simple part of this. Now, discipline is hard and easy all in one, right? Um, again, you build the discipline muscle while you are being disciplined. So I have clients immediately and every day write out identity statements. And what that is, is getting in touch with your highest self, your full potential. And literally writing these statements out every day. Um, I am a skilled, I'm a leader. I lead women to uh, empowerment. I lead thousands of women to successful businesses. This is the kind of thing where you start to attach to your highest sense of self. People are so used to um, not, I don't even want to call it bragging, but just not stepping into their personal power, which we all have. We've just given it up if we're not living in it. So starting to cultivate the power mindset, and I call that really anchoring into your power center. So one of the, the group I just took through this whole process, that was one of the things they said that was pivotal and instrumental to their growth was this commitment and, you know, we've all heard it. How you do one thing is how you do everything. But it's true. When you start to put some discipline in place in one area, you are going to look at the next area in your life and go, oh, okay, well, look at me. I'm being loosey-goosey over here and I'm getting nowhere. So why don't I start to put some discipline into that as well? So the, the identity factor or really touching base. I get people in their skills. I get people to remember their talents. Um, I really... I want to just say fluff people's wings a little bit and get them. I mean, that's back important in. because again, if they are a coach, how can yeah. someone hire you to be a coach if you don't even believe in yourself? Right. And it's like, it bleeds from you. And that's one of the most important things that you're sharing right now, where it's so important to have those affirmations and to believe in yourself. And that's super amazing. So Deborah, how can our guests stay in touch with you and learn more about your amazingness? <laughs> right now, the best way is with my email, which is D as in Deborah. Anne, A-N-N, Corbin at Comcast.net. Deborah and Corbin, thanks so much for being on our show today. Have a great day. Thank you.